Yeah, we're going to have a great podcast today. Everyone, this is going to be a great podcast today because you're listening to Church is Now Online. And I'm Dan Jacobson, joined uh, with Scott Irwin. That's me. Kristen Jacobson. Hey. And Daniel Asher. Hey. Truth be told, you guys, we have like too many topics, too many things going on in the world, too much pop culture, social culture, all these things going on in the world, coronavirus, chaos. We just have too many things to talk about. Mm. And uh, I feel like at the risk of turning this beautifully journalistic show into Seinfeld, <laughs> I feel like we need to make sure we, we need to oh, hone, nice. hone our topics here for a second. Yes. How about the fact that the church is reopening and we So there's that. That's that's one kind of huge. Deal. How about the fact that moms deal? are the best and we had Mother's Day? On Mother's Day. Day happened. That's another huge deal. Come on, what else you got? How about <laughs> the fact that we got seniors graduating? Seniors Ooh. are graduating. Yep. Daniel, what do you got? Uh Murder Hornets. Go with Murder, Murder Hornets. Hornets. Murder Hornets. <laughs> Daniel, I want the the name of your next album needs to be Murder, Murder Hornets. Hornets. I yes. need to capitalize on this moment. Get rid of the in time right now. Name. Get Dude. rid of the bird. Well, who was the, the uh, who was the country artist that came out with that uh like that six feet? Was it six feet song? Oh yeah, whatever. He, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Was I need it? to come out with a, mur- a Murder Hornets single. There you and, go. Mm, yeah, strike it. while the iron's hot. <laughs> Available everywhere music is sold. Murder Hornets <laughs> by Asher. It'll be angsty, acoustic, you know, melodic, screaming tones. Yeah. It sounds like Mm. Bad Cologne, Murder Hornets by Asher. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, musky. musky. So I do want to talk about a couple of these things. Um, First and foremost, it's graduation season, and that's a really exciting deal. Do you guys remember your graduations, that that moment where, like, you just didn't have to go back to high school? Do you guys remember that moment? I remember driving up and parking in my driveway at the last day of school, and I put my car in park, and I was like, huh, well, that's done. And it it went so fast. (laughs) I never have to do that again. Yeah. It's like super nostalgic. I don't know. Do you guys get nostalgic like that? I'm really nostalgic. I never, I never got nostalgic in high school. I just remember my graduation, the ceremony being an instant nostalgia thing where like, you know, we, we had, I was blessed to live in a time and grow up in a time where there was no pandemic. And uh, <laughs> I feel like I have to qualify that these days. And so we all sat in the rows and I, my high school, our graduating class was like 1100 people. So, and we all walked across the stage. And so it was like a three hour event all outside. And I was, it was in the middle of that. I just remember being teary eyed and being like, yes, wait, this is a huge event. And then going home and being like, yeah, whatever. And then you go to college and then you go to college. You're like that. That wasn't an event at all. That wasn't an event at all. <laughs> like, no, that kicked me. You mean I can't, I can't wear my letterman. Right. <laughs> right. Right. No. I remember that day. That day was probably better than my graduation. It was like first day of college. Like, oh. None of these people knew how much of like a weirdo I was in high school. I can just restart. Fresh start. It's a fresh start. It's a brand new day. I think there's there's something about heading off to college that high school graduation really, I don't know. I feel like my high school graduation felt more momentous than my Mm. college graduation. I mean, I don't know if everybody feels that way, but I look back at my college graduation and I have more of that feeling of like, oh yeah, I had to get a gown on and go sit for a little bit. But my high school graduation, I feel more nostalgic about. Yeah. 
I, I do think I, I look back at high school and college graduations and what they did serve to do for me was provide like a definite moment of closure for that mm-hmm. chapter in my life. Yeah. Yep. And I am, I don't know, I'm wondering about college graduates now and high school graduates. And it was so abrupt, the dismissal from classes, so abrupt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of people have, have not been able to see friends. I think especially college haven't been able to see friends. I wonder if there's a lack of closure that a lot, like a, a, a lack of a graduation ceremony would, I, I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah. I think, I think there'd point. have to be. And I think we, we may get the answer to that in our interview later today. <laughs> yes, I hope so. <laughs> I think um, one positive is that I don't know many people who enjoy, you know, the college commencement ceremony, <laughs> the pomp and circumstance of, of all the professors dressing up in their gowns, flexing their academic regalia, and then having some sort of like college speaker come in. And unless you're like college graduation speaker is someone like Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, or, uh, you know, uh, Jim from the office. I can't remember his name right now. Uh, <laughs> unless you have like an excellent. John Krasinski. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Caviezel. Unless... <laughs> sure. Jim Caviezel. <laughs> It's just this thing that y'all have to sit through before you actually receive your award. And so some people I think are probably like, well, glad I don't have to do that because all they care about is the diploma on the wall. But I do think that, Scott, you're you're totally right. There's this uh, emotional significant thing that we as humans are really designed to do. It's to stop and look back and to celebrate. And that's a rhythm that God has put into our lives. I mean, that's why we... Mm. That's why we even have a, a, a Sabbath, even a seventh day out of the six is to stop and remember God's provision and, and our work is uh, is in his hands. And I think we're going to see um, some of that needing to be filled in different creative ways by uh, different family members celebrating their graduate this year. Um, have you guys seen any ways that families are going to try and do that this year? I got my first invitation to a drive-through open house. That's nice. kind of fun. I mean, is that like where they take over a Starbucks and the graduate stands at the drive-through and like? Oh just, yes, that would be. That's incredible. a good idea. I love that one. <laughs> I have a question. I have a question for like the homeschool moms, because um, I I've always thought that like the regalia is always just the, the just the goofiest thing in the world, but also like one of the coolest things. Uh, why don't, why don't like mom principals do that in homeschools? I think they do. So I think they they do. do? I've seen pictures. Uh, My, (laughs) one of my friends in high school, he, um, he was like the classic homeschooler who was done by the time he was like 16, you know? (laughs) And, and then like seven years, 17 and 18 of his life, he spent studying like the Beatles and, and like all their discography and, and all that stuff. His dad took a, um, a chocolate coin. And took the wrapper off of it and affixed it to a piece of paper. And that was his diploma. Because he was like, mm. I missed out on this. I missed out on like, the diploma. So his dad was no, like, here awesome. you go. I think it's still like chocolate, like squirting out go. from the other side of I it. I like it. Yeah, it's creative. Oh yeah. yeah. No, the drive through the drive through thing is going to be uh, probably how a lot of families go, right? I mean, the parade past their house yeah. and um, celebrating that the, way. In a time where, I mean, this is. I mean, again, it's unprecedented. We know that, but it's also like it would be very difficult, like you said, Scott, to not have this like moment of closure for these students. Mm -hmm. So that that would be 
I mean, you're, you're making do out of this situation where you can't have the regular open house, the regular party, um, and have people come and gather. But there's part of me that's like, is this a better op- option anyway? Like- yeah, I think I think with a lot of ceremonies going lucky. on, I think with a lot of ceremonies, <laughs> because we're not able to do um, the pomp and circumstance and a lot of the celebratory routines with weddings and, and graduations, it's kind of forcing us to, I don't know, realize like what like what these things actually represent. Um, I know that I mean just for our wedding, we've talked about you know, you know, good chances of us canceling the wedding. Uh, well, like, uh, you know, the, the ceremony, Does not that ceremony, you guys the, gonna get married the reception. Is that, are you making an announcement? Uh, we, we, we get, get married, married the on time. the podcast. It's, it's forcing us to really think about like, okay, is this about, you know, the people come in and celebrate or is it about yeah. like, you know, us celebrating with, with each other and with our families. And I've seen a lot of the same, um, going on with, with some of the families that, that I know where it's like, this has been a really sweet moment for them to not have to worry about the big graduation, big house parties, whatever, and be like, man, this is an accomplishment for my kid. Mm. Right. Um, and I've seen some really sweet uh, family gatherings. Not yeah, just – go ahead, Scott. Uh, I was just going to say, yeah, it, it maybe strips away some of the accessories to what the yeah. the moment is about. And, I, yeah, Kristen, maybe you were kind of getting at that. It's just uh, seniors this year, you are blessed in different ways than uh, others in the past. You know, right. Even though you don't get the ceremony or the, the open house there is still better things. Right. I, I think that that both those ceremony and open house, yeah, the ceremony, you know, is I always felt like it was more the accomplishment of the institution and the lauding of the institution for getting so many people through their programs. Yeah. It always yeah. felt backhanded to me like they're celebrating <laughs> you, but really hot take. Yeah, <laughs> good job for us for getting you through. But but the 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 party it always felt like and correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like the one remnant of um, of a rite of passage that we have for mm-hmm. our growing up years is that idea of like, well, hey, you finished high school and this like the last vestige of your youthfulness. Go out and get a job, bro. Like That's how I feel <laughs> like some dads treat this. And then some, some you know, some dads are, are like. I can't wait for my kid to go to college. I can't wait for them to, you know, some, some kids are, I call them kids. I don't know, man. They're 18, 19, getting married, you know, and, and, um, starting life. And so that, that graduation party has really been a important moment, a rite of passage. And I think those rites of passages are instrumental in, in the markers of growing up through adolescence, getting to adulthood. And I'm, in some sense, like, okay, let me put all my cards on the table. I don't, I didn't really ever love going to uh, <laughs> graduation parties. They're just a little awkward. But yeah. I think having a party for a student is a huge celebration and a huge um, way to honor who they've become as a person. As parents then release them out into the world. Absolutely. Scott, what do you think? What do you think um, about some of that? Or, or Kristen, you're wanting to chime in. I'm sure. Yeah. You got thoughts, Kristen? I mean, I think you're right. I think the the party is essential. It is a mm. whether or not it who who loves small talk. Nobody who <laughs> loves like I mean, typically you've got good food, so that's a that's a great thing. But <laughs> but the fact that you can go and even if you've had a small part to play 
in this student's life. You can go and look them in the eye and say, I'm proud of what you've accomplished. And I can't wait to see what the Lord does in your life in this next stage. That's an awesome thing. And you don't always have the opportunity to do that. You know what I mean? If you, if you walk up to some kid that you had in youth group, randomly and say, Hey, I'm so proud of what you've done. And I can't wait to see like on a <laughs> yeah, random right, Wednesday, right. they're going to be like, Oh, okay. Uh, but, if you, <laughs> <laughs> but if you, if you have the chance to say that at, at a moment like that, it makes sense. It's encouraging. And I think it's more important in this moment than ever for these kids that are heading into the unknown in a way that, um, yeah, it's really, it's really unique. There's got to be a lot of fear. There's got to be a lot of anxiety heading into this next stage for so many students. And so I think it's really important that we do that. And um, whether it's a drive-through version or an online, hey, write a note to this person or whatever people are doing, you got to be supporting those graduates. I'm a big fan of the idea that Starbucks is going to relinquish their drive-through to all of the graduating seniors <laughs> and let them for one day, let all of their family come through and perhaps their local community pastor and get free drinks. <laughs> I just think that'd be a great idea. Well, Hey, we're going to um, have a special guest here on our show uh, talking about their experience with graduation. So I hope uh, you'll stick around and, and take a listen to that uh, until next time. We will see you. Now it's time for the real one and only. Hey. Hey. Sydney Troll <laughs> is with us today to talk about um, life and what it's like to graduate college in the middle of a pandemic. Hey, Sydney. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. What's up, Sydney? We miss you, Sydney. I miss you guys so much. Yeah, a little bit of background for maybe people who don't know who Sydney is. Sydney was an intern for Bethel Church um, for a semester. She worked alongside me in our women's ministry and um, had plans. I mean, I guess you technically did come on board as then a hired. um, Sydney, you had an office and a desk and everything. I did. You were rolling. A space we could leave you mail. You know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. that's how you know you're moved in. It was awesome. It was like the dream of like what an internship will be. Like it turned right. into like a real job with prospects in the future. And then COVID happened. COVID. And then it all ended. Wah, wah. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> yeah, so Sydney, this was your, this was your final semester over mm-hmm. at Moody. Yep. Many of the HP women remember you fondly. Uh, because you were a, an intern with Kristen and mm-hmm. came to the campus and uh, many women from Crown Point. We don't really target this podcast to them, but uh, that's fine. Uh, but we um, we wanted to check in because once COVID hit, what happened at Moody? What was like the process with students? Mm-hmm. And then you you probably had some decisions to make. Walk us through how that all worked out for you. Yeah, so Moody has a two-week spring break. Um, and in the midst of our, like, first week, the end of the first week, 
we got that email that said, hey, you're not coming back. We're canceling on-campus classes and everything's moved on to online. Um, also, you have to move out. So figure that stuff out. <laughs> and I mean, there were some exceptions for people who were like international students sure. or um, didn't have the means to get back to their homes. Um, but yeah, so it was kind of just that abrupt, hey, you're not coming back. Were most of the students already on spring break back mm -hmm. home and then mm -hmm. the decision was made and then they had to come back and get their stuff? Yeah. So oh. I was in the new unique <laughs> scenario of I was already coming back early. Um, I had a flight booked to Chicago ahead of time. And so I had just been like, okay, well, I'm going to fly obviously back to Chicago. I'm not going to change that flight. Um, and so they gave you 24 hours to come to campus, pack up and then leave. 24 uh, hours? 24. Sorry. You, you had a time span. You could, you could be on campus for 24 hours. You, yeah, but still, a, I remember when I moved out, it was like a six week process. Yeah. You know, I, I started in April. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, well, everything non-essential needs to go now. Yeah, <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, and so you were given a, like a span of a week to get things moved out. Um, and yeah. then at that point, luckily, so yeah, I kind of, it fit perfectly where I was coming back. And then I went and I packed up all my stuff and my mom came and met me in Chicago and we moved me out. And then the next day, the stay-at-home order went in place. And wow. so people were no longer allowed to go to campus and move out. And so I was very much privileged in the situation of being able to get all my stuff that I needed um, to be able to come and move back to my parents' house. So, yeah. yeah. Are you saying that some people's stuff is still like quarantined in their dorm room? Yeah. So I think this is the, I mean, obviously since classes, it's finals week. Um, so I think this was the week that they opened it back up for students to come and get their stuff. And yeah, wow. some people were living without, yeah, people that oh, lived man. like farther away were going with whatever they packed for spring break. Um, so it's crazy. Oh my goodness. That is so insane that I can't imagine going from the mindset of spring break mm -hmm. to then, and I mean, and this is your senior year. There's like an yeah. element of this is my last spring break right. and looking forward to that final push towards graduation what an incredible swing of emotions between those two scenarios. Yeah, it was just kind of like, oh, you're in a really, like I was literally on the beach in Florida when I got the email that told me I wasn't coming back. And I was like, wow, this is ironic. <laughs> Were you on that beach that like didn't shut down and everybody got sick? You know no, about? no, it was, I mean, this was before, the week before everything shut down. So this was, yeah prior to i didn't break any rules i promise yeah. I no 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 abided no, we're by joking. all the laws yes, yes of course Good girl. Good girl. of course so you got that email you moved your stuff out you um you had to make the call to go back to iowa mm -hmm. uh and so that meant not being around bethel which yeah. is a big part of your internship i know um <laughs> what's been some of the accommodations that moody's you know there's just i think maybe less about moody we're trying to just get a sense for more of universities and colleges in general mm -hmm. but ha has there had to be accommodations for you to be able to flex some of your requirements or it's just kind of up to you to like make stuff happen has it been like yeah. the biggest joke of a senior year or has it been like even harder you know what i'm asking 
You mean like the online classes, like her, like online? Yeah. Yeah. And you've, you've, I know every college uh, senior needs an internship and Mm -hmm. uh, you were doing years with us and that got cut Mm -hmm. short. So I'm just curious how flexible was the administration with you or how much you get it out? I had completed my internship requirement last semester. She did everything. I did everything I needed to. Kristen made sure of it. I'm sure she'll listen to this. (laughs) Yeah, so the internship that I was doing with you guys for this spring semester was more just to gain experience and be in a place that I really loved. Oh, that's right, because your real internship was in the fall. Yeah. Real. Real. (laughs) Real. Right, right, right. right. (laughs) Totally, yeah. Um, Accommodations-wise, it's kind of funny. A lot of the emails that we got from professors after, like, all the news came back, it was like, okay, this sucks, but you still have this paper due. <laughs> oh, I'm like, for my uh, fitness elective, because, you know, Moody has to be fully rounded in all their classes, um, I was taking beginning golf because I thought that was a great idea. Whoa, um, nice. They did except, not offer that. How do you do beginning <laughs> golf online? Man, you play a lot of Tiger Woods golf on the Wii. That's what you do. What yep, you do. I did that one afternoon because I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make this fun for myself. I'm gonna play it on the Wii. But yeah, so I had to, I had to learn how to golf in my backyard, um, and we had to like acquire our own clubs. Luckily, my family does not <laughs> golf, um, so luckily, a friend of my mother's had a um, had a spare set. set bag. A, is it a, a bag? bag of, a yeah, bag sure, of a set. Yeah. <laughs> Don't on yourself. Just say you passed the course. Caddy? Is it, yeah, I passed yeah. the class. <laughs> Caddy is what you're on your way to be. Um, that's that's incredible. That, what a yeah. what a strange set. I remember one of my theology professors at Moody was a real tough professor, and he would kick off every semester by saying, um, "Here's when your papers are due, and you need to start now because." God knows what will happen. <laughs> That's what he said. God knows what will happen. You're going to get sick. <laughs> You're going to forget. Just start now. And I imagine that professor right now like gloating because he was like, see, I told you a pandemic was coming. Still got to give me your paper. Got to be ready. <laughs> got to be ready. Be prepared. Yeah. So yeah. there's um, there there's no commencement ceremony. No. Yeah. How, is, how does that feel? Is it like walk us through the emotions of ending your senior year of college without proper goodbyes without Mm -hmm. graduation Mm -hmm. yeah I I will have to say I wasn't super upset like I was processing a lot about it but the thing that got me the most upset was the idea of not getting to say goodbye to so many people um because there's I mean there's people that you're close to so you're going to stay in contact with but there's those people that just were a part of your everyday life that you appreciated along your time and never getting to thank them for whatever service they were providing or just that they were there um was really hard and was what caused me a lot of like I think the most grief in the situation um but I think yeah as just the their decision to not have a commencement postponed um they, they have offered that we can come back in 2021 and walk with that class. Um, but that's really hard because it's like, that's not my class technically. And um, right. I 
that's a year out. Like that's a lot yeah. of time has to pass and um, I might not be in a place that, that I can go back to that uh, at that point. So that was kind of um, a source of frustration, not necessarily for myself, um, maybe more for my, my parents. They were very like, that's not right. But um, I, mm. I think in a lot of ways with this whole thing, I understand that um, there's a lot of loss, but there's also a lot of good things. And so I am trying my best to just really settle in the good things that have happened and are continuing to happen in this time. Um, I think it's strange though, cause like we don't even have like our graduation, like the gown, the gown and the cap and, and any, yeah. any of that. And so that was different than a lot of my friends that are graduating from other schools. Um, cause they, they did like online commencement and they did like get to have their, uh, regalia is that the right word it's exactly the right word well oh my done. gosh well done. <laughs> regalia yeah, yeah they have their regalia while they watch their commencement and i think that's really cool um and so it's interesting that moody wasn't able to accommodate to that but they have their reasons i'm sure so yeah but um i think also just the part of having zoom classes and then like your final zoom class it ends with like the leaving meeting and that's the end of like my college coursework ever. And so that's just like the weirdest phenomenon ever. Oh man. <laughs> just push I, the button. Yeah. yeah. Like waving, like mm -hmm. the screen. I can't, I can't imagine that. It's so yeah. crazy to think of um, something so momentous as completing your four years of college ending so <laughs> like zero yeah what's no there's a word i'm looking for and i'm missing it because it's late at night closure. but there you go there's a word for it That's a good word. there's no closure there's no ceremony there's no like like it's an it's an incredible moment that deserves recognition mm -hmm. how do you do that when you are distanced and not just your for your accomplishments as a student but the relationships that you've made like you're saying mm -hmm. those things that have, have been significant to you and and there's no way to um to mark the significance of this time that these past four years that would be really challenging but i have to say sydney i admire even in in just the way you're talking about how there are a lot of hard things but you said yourself you're trying to focus on the positives in these past couple months what do you think those are mm -hmm. I would say just, I I mean, I have really enjoyed being home with my parents. It's been a blessing for sure. And it's a unique time. And just for us to be together in that and um, pray with one another, do church together uh, yeah. is just a very beautiful thing. Because I think if I was alone somewhere and like having to do church on my own would just be so hard. Um, so getting to have that kind of Sunday ritual with them has been um, really good for this whole thing. Um, yeah, I think being able to go outside is really like a <laughs> simple thing, but it's positive because mm -hmm. the walks are very, um, I don't know, they kind of just give you the life, but also just um, spending a lot more time just thinking through what this year has meant in my walk with God and just how he's carried me through a lot of things and that um, while this pandemic is not um, 
what's the word I'm thinking about? We're all forgetting words. Okay, um, yeah. It's not, you know, what we wanted or ideal. hoped for in any way. What? Not ideal. Ideal. That's the word. Ideal. The word. Um, there are certain things that I can see that um, happened in the semester that had they happened after this point would have been so much more difficult for myself. Mm -hmm. And um, just seeing like his perfect plan in that. And yeah, it's been really, really good. I also, um, my home church here in Des Moines, I have been able to partner with them to uh, do an emergency food bank out of the church. And so we've packaged meals and um, had like a distribution center in the church for the past uh, two months or however long. Um, but yeah, so that's been a really cool thing for observing my church here, uh, just to reach out into the community and um, really get there. Um, just being able to pray for the people who come to and get food. Um, so yeah, it's just been there's been a lot of cool things to observe. Also, just be, being able to watch it throughout the world, people coming together and doing yeah. just such amazing things. Like, I don't know, this is so dumb, but the John Krasinski's Some oh, Good News. Totally. totally. That thing, like, that just, like, that's a little uplifting thing that's good to have once a week, and I, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so those are some of the, I mean, that's probably not as theological and biblical as I should have <laughs> as a Bible student, but, you know. <laughs> and I think you're right. And you put even at your study, you were able to sit, stop and reflect over what the Lord's been doing throughout this whole year. And even in this significant, these last couple of weeks, and sometimes it, it requires a disruption in our life to prompt mm -hmm. us to do that yeah. and to, to just stop and reflect and say, God, what are you doing here? And yeah. how, how are you, how are you getting my attention? in this moment? How are you changing me here? Mm -hmm. What have you been doing? And even leading up to this time where right. you have to stop everything. So between that and the some good news, I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> they make for a great pair. It's a great combination. Absolutely. Sydney, what's, what's next for you? Do you, do you have any beat on how to go about moving forward? I mean, usually the, the whole dream of college is either employment or right. life, right? Yeah. And so this has got to really complicate that. Are, have you yeah. thought about, um, you know, a pathway forward for you? Yeah, um, I think it's difficult just as things aren't necessarily open for hire. And, um, and as I would love to work in a ministry or a church, um, they may not necessarily have the means to hire new people. And which is totally reasonable um, in this time. Um, so I've kind of tried to focus more on looking at um, clerical work, uh, whether that be as like an admin in um, a medical office or something more essential that would like have a consistent job. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's weird going into a summer and being like, oh, I don't have school to end this thing. Like, it, like you know, at the end of the summer, you go back to school in August and like yeah. that totally hasn't sunk in of this doesn't really end. Like I do need to get a job and things need to move forward. Um, yeah. But as I mean, as I said earlier, I just finished today. So the, there's a lot of new things that are going to have to happen as I process through what it means to graduate. If you can't find a clerical job, I'm sure you can find a job at a golf course as a caddy. 
I'm oh, sure. you're so right. I'm sure that it, would work I out. mean, the golf courses are still open here. That's been the most shocking thing is that I drive around and like there's people on golf courses. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not essential, but whatever. You do you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a, yeah, I, um, if I, if I had more time, I would be playing golf. It's not yeah. a social distance thing for me. It's just a time thing. Uh, but I don't yeah. even know. I, if there's any sport that you can actually stay six feet away from each other, it's probably cool. Well, probably. Right? Tennis. Yeah, and all the all the fishermen right now are just laughing in their single boats as they're, you know, a hundred yards. That away has from been each other. my main hobby in this time is, that right? is fishing. Yeah. I learned how to fly fish. Oh. Um <laughs> That's a skill that I picked up over quarantine. <laughs> There's people breaking bacon bread, and I'm over here learning how to catch fish with that's awesome a wand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a really fun experience. But yeah, and I've gone fishing a few other times. My dad is really into it, so it's been nice to get. Do you out wear the waders and everything, and get in the river and mm-hmm. oh do yeah, your thing? it yeah. was like. A warm day, so it was like 45 degrees back in April. Um, but yeah, I was in the water, spent a whole day out in like northwest, east, northeast Iowa, which God, has country. hills. And yeah. yeah, oh my word, it's beautiful. Y'all think Iowa is flat? It ain't. Yeah. Nebraska well, I- is flat. There's a difference. <laughs> we end at some point. We but. end at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Sydney, we miss you tremendously, and we're just grateful that we could crash your last day of school. And if nothing else, Kristen and I can give you a small celebration that you did it. It's four years of hard work. We know that you've applied yourself so well and have learned so much. And um, Kristen and I are proud of the person that you become. We can say that from a distance, you know, from two states away. And uh, just know that the Lord has uh, a great calling upon your life. And we uh, can't wait to see how that unfolds in really, you know, an opportunity for God to have to make that clear. And he will. And mm-hmm. so uh, thank you for just taking time to, to chat with us um, on the record here uh, with the podcast. And so to everybody else out there, we will see you next time. Can you add in some the pomp and circumstance music? Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, I haven't listened to that yet. Oh, man, I need to. Thanks for listening to the Church is Now Online podcast. For more resources from Bethel Church, head to BethelWeb.org, where you can stream services, give online, and find ways to impact our community. To connect with the HP campus, the best way to do that is on Facebook. Join our group by searching Bethel Church-Hobart Portage. If you enjoyed this content and want to help us out, please subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you found this content. And it helps us if you rate and review. It just makes it easier for others to find us online. Church is Now Online is produced by the team at Bethel Hobart Portage, Christina Soderquist, Daniel Asher, Scott Irwin, and myself, Dan Jacobson. Thanks for listening to this episode. Until next time, this podcast is to be continued.